Well, everybody, we've come to the end of the week. Hope you've had a great one and are excited about being in God's house this Sunday to worship Jesus and that you are inviting people, inviting people to come with you, praying for God to give you an opportunity today, tomorrow, to invite someone to join you on Sunday. Today, we're in Mark chapter 5, and what I wrote in my journal um, was the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Because there was a phrase, just one phrase, in this chapter that really grabbed my attention. Um, you remember Jesus is on his way to the house of a man named Jairus, who was a, uh, a leader of the, uh, of the synagogue in a particular town, and his little girl was sick, and, and she would eventually die, and then Jesus bring her back to life. So he's on his way to, to that house, and this large crowd's around Jesus, pressing in, trying to touch him, and there's this woman who for 12 years had a bleeding disorder of some kind. She hemorrhaged blood for 12 years and had been abused and mistreated by physicians who took all of her money. And she, in faith, reaches out, touches Jesus, and she is instantly healed, and Jesus feels the power rush out of him when, when, when that happens. And in verse 32... Jesus looks around to see the woman who had done this. And in verse 33, the woman, fearing and trembling, aware of what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her in 34, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. But that phrase at the end of verse 33 really grabbed me. She told Jesus the whole truth. Here's what I was thinking. Here's what I did. Here's the reason. Here's what happened. She told Jesus the whole truth. You and I should do that with God all the time. Just be honest with God. He already knows the whole truth. So why do we try to play games with God? But also in our culture today in America, telling the whole truth is a lost, I don't want to say a lost art. It's a lost practice. Because in American culture, both in secular culture and religious culture, too often for too many people, winning is more important than being honest. Winning Holding on to power, making yourself or your group look good and the other side or the other group look bad is more important than the whole truth. The whole truth is the opposite of partial truth. Where we take something someone says, and we, and, we, and we quote or we share part of what they say, but omit part of that, what they say. And we do that so that we can kind of twist what they are saying to, to make them look the way we want them to look. Because if we tell the whole thing they said, oh, then we can't make them look bad. Partial truth. If we tell the whole thing they said, the context, the whole story, then that messes up the narrative that we want to, we want to talk, that we want to paint. So there's partial truth. That's not the whole truth. 
Distortion. Distortion is not the whole truth. Where we twist or distort their actual, actual words in a way to make people say what they really did not say or mean. And false inferences. False inferences are not the whole truth. An inference, a, a conclusion we draw about someone based on what they said or did, and so we can kind of distort and only tell part of the story or part of the motivation or part of the motiv- reason someone did something or just take part of what they say and use that to draw an inference that we then use to label someone in a way that is not actually entirely accurate of who that person is, how that person feels, what that person thinks, or what that person says. Speakers and commentators do it all the time. Uh, you see it on Twitter and blog posts all the time. Politicians and news reporters do it all the time. It happens in the secular culture, and it even happens among so-called Christians way too much. If if telling the whole truth means, well, let me say it this way. If you refuse to tell the whole truth, you, you just want to tell part of the story, you want to distort it because you want to make somebody look the way you want to make them look. Because you want to keep everybody divided into extreme camps. Because I, I got to tell you, when you tell the whole truth, there won't be as many people in the far left and far right as we want to put in the far left and far right. There will be some. Because there's crazies in the world. There will be some. But there won't be as many over there as we want to put over there if we learn to tell the whole truth. And she's a model for us. Tell the whole truth. Because when you're not telling the whole truth, you know what you're doing? You're telling a lie. When you intentionally leave things out, that's a lie. When you distort and twist what someone says to make it sound the way you want it to sound, that's a lie. When you draw an exaggerated or false inference about somebody because you did one of those things with what they said or did, that's a lie. And God is not the author of lies. In fact, Jesus said, Satan is. So followers of Christ, the truth, as we say in court, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. That's the word for today. I'll see you Sunday in church and then Monday with another devotion.